Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. I was thinking the other day this week and getting into this Christmas season and, and what Christmas means and to all of us certainly you know, a lot of times for us, it's important for us to really be reminded and kind of stay in that reminder of just what we're actually celebrating. And so when I was thinking about communion this morning and thinking about everything going on um, in my life, it just made it a lot easier to kind of deal with what's going on and struggles that I, I have or struggles that you know, hurts, hang-ups, all that kind of stuff, when I understand the full weight of what happened on the cross, which is what we do when we celebrate communion. We celebrate that Jesus gave his life for us and, and uh, died on the cross and was buried and three days later rose from the dead. We, that's what we celebrate when we come together in communion. I grew up where I did communion every Sunday, and so uh, to be honest, I just kind of looked forward to that part of the service because it gave me a break from standing, right? But communion is so much more than that. Communion is powerful. Communion isn't just something we do periodically, but it's something, it's something that we should hold on to the meaning of every day, all the time. And so when I was thinking about this and thinking about what is the best example of looking at that, I couldn't help but go back to the Old Testament in the Passover, the last plague before the children of Israel was rescued from slavery. And, and what were they required to do? What did Moses, God told Moses to tell them, hey, I need you to go sacrifice a lamb and put the blood around the doorpost. So when uh, the ESV version refers to it as the destroyer passes over, that you'll be spared. That the blood of this lamb did what for the Israelites? Gave them life. And that's exactly what the blood of Jesus does for us. When he died on the cross, he gave us life. So let's read that account uh, really quick in Exodus 12, verse 21. It says, Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourselves according to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hesop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your house to strike you. You shall observe this right as a statute for you and your sons forever. And I love how it ends with the word forever. Like this shouldn't just be something that we remember when it's convenient or it's not something that we should remember when we just show up for church that Sunday and that's what we do. Like let us never forget if we're ever going to live in the blessing of what Jesus did for us on the cross, we can never forget the weight of what really happened. Because the Bible was clear, the wages of sin was death, that that's where we were heading, but because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we have life. 
That when we accept Jesus as our Lord and our Savior and we commit our life to him through obedience and everything that he's doing and did for us, we receive eternal life. Once and for all, we don't have to keep sacrificing animals. We don't have to keep being in this cycle where we're always going to fall short that Jesus came once and for all and died for our sins. So it's when we realize that communion is what reminds us how God saved us from sin through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And that whole passage in Exodus speaks to me this morning, and I hope it does for you, in that last verse where it says, you all should observe the right and statute for you and your sons forever. In the Greek language, the word observe means to guard or keep to guard it, to hold on to it, protect it, keep it in our hearts so that when we are facing troubles, when the world backs us in a corner where it feels like we have nothing left, one thing we do have is that we have eternity with Jesus because of the blood he shed on the cross. That is enough. No matter how hard it gets, that is enough. So let's never forget that. And so as we participate uh, in communion together this morning, our team handed out the elements in two separate cups. Uh, The bread and little wafer is on the bottom and the juice is on top. And so we know how uh, at the Last Supper, the last time that Jesus was going to hang out with the disciples, and I think it's the book of Luke that starts off the whole story where it says that Jesus looked forward to this moment. That's incredible to me because he knew that this was the beginning of the worst time of his life. But he looked forward to having one last meal with his disciples. Because he knew he was going to be giving his life for them. He was going to be making it right for them, making them right with God. And he's doing the same to you today. So let's hold on to that as we participate In Matthew 26, verse 26, it says, Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. So let's take the bread. And he goes on to say in the next two verses, verses 27 and 28, And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. You may drink the juice. And Father, we thank you this morning that we have this opportunity to even stand in your presence. God, we know what our lives are like. We know what we struggle with. We know the hangups that we have. We know the mistakes we make. We know that the wages of sin is death, but then the gift of eternal life came from you. We don't deserve it. We'll never deserve it. But you love us so much that you gave your son for us, God. So I pray that in this moment, we never, ever forget that. Lord, I pray that we feel the weight of what happened on Calvary. We we feel the weight of the punishment you received, how you felt alone and how your friends abandoned you in in your time of need, God. And you did all of that for us. 
You did all of that knowing that we might not ever love you back, that we might not ever commit our lives to you, that we might not ever serve you, but we were still worth it for you to give your life for, God. Let us never forget the weight of what that feels like, God, because we know where we all were. God, and because of you, we can kind of just say that, you know, thank God we're not where we were. And you're leading us, God, so we give you this time. We give you the rest of this service, Father. As we dig into the scriptures and study your word, God, I pray that we leave here completely changed. That when people look at us, that we, that they see you. They don't see us individually. They see a work of Jesus in our hearts, through our actions, and everything that we are. God, we give you this time for the rest of this service. We glorify you with everything that we are. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.